This episode is brought to you by The Wellness Company and more specifically, their Spike Support Formula. This product is a revolutionary, you guys. I was introduced to The Wellness Company Spike Support from my friend Kid Carson and was immediately interested as I myself have been deep diving into the literature of COVID spike proteins, which is the legacy of the COVID virus and the vaccines, and it's linked to all kinds of long haul issues. And people want to know, how the heck do I get this out of my body and protect myself moving forward? Well, the all-natural solution that I have been using is Spike Support. The Spike Support formula is a unique combination of targeted ingredients researched to block and dissolve COVID spike protein in the bloodstream. So whether you got the shot, you're watching the research pour in about the vaccine shedding, or you had a rough go with COVID, spike protein is a serious concern. And while we won't know the true extent of the damage for years, there is something you can do now to protect yourself and keep you and your family well. Hundreds of people, vaccinated or not, have reported better mental clarity, increased energy levels, and many more positive outcomes from the spike support formula. Take spike support daily to combat spike proteins and get back to that pre-COVID feeling. Go to twc.health forward slash unfiltered and use code unfiltered to save 10% at checkout. That's twc.health forward slash unfiltered code unfiltered for 10% off. Hello, everyone. You're listening to Elisa Unfiltered Living Life Out Loud, the podcast. My name is Elisa Curry-Lowitz, and I'm here today speaking from the heart to inspire and motivate you to be your best self. There is so much more to life than the nine to five daily grind. And I want to share all of my secrets with you. So let's get started. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 167 of the Elisa Unfiltered Podcast. My name is Elisa, and today it is Wednesday, September 27th, 2023. You guys, on the show today is a human being that I met and instantly became besties with. (laughs) You know when you meet those people and you just know that you met them at the very perfect time, your vibe is on, all of that like law of attraction, (laughs) manifesting community, it was that. Today, I am chatting with the fabulous Kristen Calawarney, who, by the way, is the founder of Sacred Soul Healing. She is the podcast host of Raw Babes 101 podcast. It's awesome. And get this, she's an energy healer, a sound healer, and a specialist in intuitive talk therapy. Obviously, we would find each other at some point in our lives. We actually sat next to one another at the MOM conference this month, and her views on spirituality, duality, and the soul-mind-body connection was so fascinating. Oh, we just clicked. I wanted to bring her on the show immediately to deep dive on the subject of spirituality. So, you know, what is spirituality? How does today's culture continuously spiritually bypass? How does our suffering lead us to growth, lead us from pain and into growth through spirituality? Why have we lost the ability to connect to our higher selves and connect and feel our divine power? These are questions I've always had, and we go deep into the realm of spirituality, perfectionism, consciousness, the human experience. Why are we even here in the first place? Divine timing and so much more. 
So we honestly planned on chatting for an hour, <laughs> but that that didn't happen. We went so much longer and because we were called to go into the depths. Not many people have the opportunity to have discussions like this, and we are both called to share and go deeper and deeper. So I am so excited for you to listen to this episode. It's full of a lot of juicy golden nuggets for you to implement and take with you right away. So without further ado, let's welcome Kristen Calloway to the show. All right. Welcome to the show, Kristen. I I missed you. <laughs> I missed you. I miss you. Well, Hi. now we're here. Now we're here. So happy to have you today. Okay. For those of you who are like, what? Kristen and I just met in person. I think I, I knew who you were. I've seen you in the community. You have a vibrant energy. And of course, we sat next to each other at MYM. Like, <laughs> of course. Of course. So grateful. And then within the first 10 minutes of us sitting next to each other, Mark Groves comes out and makes us stare in each other's eyes. Do you want to describe what that was? Do you want to explain what happened? You know what? I will, but I also want to explain something else that happened even before that for me. Okay. Okay. You. Okay. Yeah. Do it. So when we got to our table and everybody was just you, Michelle, Tiffany, everybody was just coming together. Yeah. And then that vibe when the music was going on and we were all dancing, Uh I was like, this is my table these are my people. I'm literally like, I love to dance. Mm -hmm. And when you were just rocking it and Michelle, like everybody was just dancing and having such a good time. That was it for me. I was like, okay, the trip's already paid for. I'm already happy. I can go home now. (laughs) That's amazing. That was it for me. Okay. So love Mark Grove, such a, such an earth angel. Wow. He's an earth Um, angel. Oh yeah. he, He is an earth angel. So for me, any time that we can get quiet and connect with another soul is what I like to say, and look into the eyes of the soul, it's like there's no words to describe that feeling and that magic. Mm -hmm. So powerful and emotional. Mm Mm-hmm and deep, like, but beautiful. And, you know, looking into your eyes and just being, feeling seen. Mm -hmm. And it's like, we didn't need to exchange words. Yes. We had that dance, but it was like coming into that moment. Mm -hmm. It's like, I've already known you lifetimes. So (laughs) it's so, it's so interesting. So um, people might be like, what do you mean you guys looked into each other's eyes? So one of the exercises, we went to a, a business conference last weekend, but it was more than a business conference. It was legendary. I haven't really talked about it on the show, to be honest, but Sarah Swain put on monetize your mind. So we're all in there thinking about business, thinking about connection. And Mark had us all find someone we never met before. We didn't know. I mean, you and I had met just then. Um, and we had to look left eye to left eye. And not only did we have to, we had to stand up, face each other and look into each other's left eye and hold our gaze for what felt like probably like five minutes. Yeah. It wasn't a short period of time, but it 
but as we were doing it, it was so interesting how there were moments of discomfort. You could hear people laughing because mm-hmm. that's a form of avoidance. It's a form of like uh, coping when you're uh, when you're feeling uncomfortable. Uh, you heard people talking, laughing, looking away. And you and me, like we locked eyes and I wanted to do those things. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but you held the space for me. It was so fascinating. And then I just was looking into the layers of your eye and it was like this universe that was just in there. You had the universe in your eye. And I was like, wow. And we just stared in each other's eyes for five straight minutes and didn't talk. Yeah. And I'm so proud of you because you, you rocked it. You rocked it too, man. Thank well, you, you, you definitely were the, the, I, I would say like, if I was to judge the experience, not that I'm judging, but to reflect on the experience, it would be, um, I was flighty and you were the root. So like I, and I oftentimes see that in my partnership with Michael, um, we did the psilocybin journey last September and I even saw him he was a tree rooted and I was a bird flying around and he was air. I'm the, yeah, I was all, I was out there and he was down here. So yeah, it was really interesting. And I, I don't know if you've ever been told that you're a very grounded, we did a grounding practice before we started here, but you're a very rooted in who you are. And I could feel that as I was flying around and owning that I'm flying around too. Like I, I am comfortable there. Yeah. We we held space for each other and it was like this neat thing. It was so powerful. I was like, okay, I'm in. That was the moment where I was like, this is not like any business conference we've ever been to, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Just to start it off that way. Yeah. Was, and thank you for um, going through the actual exercise. I tend to do that. I just get straight to the to the magic. And I'm like, who cares about all the other stuff? I'm like, I want to tell you what I, what was happening, what I saw. And you know, like even I observed you and I want to tell you like, you're, you're badass. And I love what you're doing. You have freaking heart balls, like massive heart balls. When you were (laughs) rocking around with your little microphone and you were going up to people like other speakers and, um, there was Kaler, there was Samantha Scally, and you just like, they're talking and you just come right up to them with your mic and you're interviewing. I'm just like, look at you, just get it, girl. I was like, the fucking heart balls on this. The, you got a pair of balls, man. Thanks, Good job. Man. I love it. Yeah, Not that was fun. You're a man, woman. <laughs> no. Yeah. Beauty. We have heart balls though. We can grow a pair. Like we I I've been saying that a lot. It's part of like MYM, which is, you know, people feel like they need to grow a pair of balls to get the shit done. But really, that's a lot of like mind. You're really thinking. Um, it's a lot of mind control. Whereas we want to be heart led and lead through the heart. So we want to grow a pair of heart balls. And that's where that saying comes from. I freaking love it. Okay. So I want to sort of start high level here, even though we've been chatting for a little bit here, because you are um, you are a professional in a world, in a realm that I have so much curiosity for. I am constantly undoing the layers of spirituality, of energy healing, intuitive, um, intuitive learning, talking, speaking, feeling, believing, behaving, um, and 
with the ultimate goal in, in sort of, I believe one of the reasons why I'm on this earth is to heal. And I would love for you to explain a little, what is spirituality? I think that might be too high, like too broad, but maybe you can narrow it in as to what, what, what are we doing and how do we heal spiritually? (laughs) Okay. I love this. And I just want to use, I want everybody to use their discernment. I always like to say that. Um, Okay. Yes. Because what's true for me may not be true for you. And then also to your audience, all of you you beautiful people that are going to be listening and watching, trust that what I'm about to say is ready for you to hear and to land. It might sound a little bit weird, woo woo, or I don't even, can't even go there yet. Just be open, just play around with it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the best place to start is through my own experience is peeling the layers of loving myself. And yes, I find a lot of us as children, as we grow up, certain things happen in our lives that imprint on us. And then those things turn into fears, not good enough, not worthy enough, and layer on top of layer on top of layer. Yes. Then we don't even know who the fuck we are anymore. We are operating a mask. Yeah. And we are living a lot of the times a lie, or maybe not a lie, maybe just pieces of ourselves that we have shoved down so deep. So bringing in spirituality to anybody into their healing. First of all, I believe we are all spiritual. We are just having a human experience. My belief is we are a soul. I call this our meat suit. Mm -hmm. You can do whatever you want with this meat suit. I believe we come here. We choose it all. We choose our parents. We choose the level of difficulty and we choose what we came here to overcome. And I believe that a lot of this whole culture of being awake and healing is remembering that. I believe we come here with amnesia, where we get spawned in, and we're down on earth, which I call earth school. And it's like, well, you have free will. You're not going to remember anything, but you planned it all. Go. Mm -hmm. You're like... What? No. And then I have a question though, because don't some kids like kids still have a connection to source for a a bit of time and they, they talk about it and they say things and we say, Oh, kids say the darndest things, but really they're like speaking to, from the source, their, their, their brain has it fully blocked out and locked out. Yes. Um, good question or sorry. Good comment. So Um, none of us actually, everybody's connected all the fucking time, but we're just so bogged down in our energy and we're so masked that we're not able to see clearly. So yes, kids are these light sources. Like they just come in. Some kids remember past lives. Some kids are like, Oh, I had a mom that had brown hair in my last life and blah, 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 blah. Like, 
Yes. There's no, there's no limit. So yes, that, that is true. And it depends on what family that they're born into. Some families, maybe they're religious and maybe they would not be okay with that. Maybe they are. So that will really determine how quickly they turn it off or they yeah. keep it open. I my will sister, say, oh, oh go ahead. I was going to say my sister's friend, she has two boys, one's older than the other, and they share a room and she was listening to them on the baby monitor one night when they were supposed to be sleeping. And the older boy asked the younger boy, tell me about heaven because I'm starting to forget. And so he told them. I have goosebumps. I know it's crazy. What did he say? I don't remember. I don't recall. I don't recall. He was describing, um, he was describing the sense of oneness in his own three-year-old way. Cause we are all one, the sense of oneness and we're all together. We're all one. It's, it's um, very bizarre. You know, I'm so glad that you're saying this because it's what I wanted to touch base on. It's like, I've gone through a lot, a lot of adversity, um, so much so that people have wondered how the hell are you so positive and happy and this light? And I tell people that is why I'm so happy and so positive and so light is because I've got to experience the duality and it's actually woken me up to remember who I am, why I'm here and to then help others remember who they are and why they're here. And that is something that I absolutely love to do. And this conversation is just my bread and butter, like in the sense of my soul, soul work. It's Mm -hmm. just fires me up to talk about this um, and to have a space to be able to share uh, what I believe and what has worked for me. Um, Were you going to say something? So how do people get from so close to starting to crack open that door a little bit? Or maybe how did you start to rediscover your, maybe we should start there. How did you start to rediscover your spirituality? So through so much pain, Mm -hmm. I was like, I don't want to be here anymore. I don't want to live like this. This isn't what life is supposed to be. I was this young kid and I was full of life and dance and did all these amazing things. And then slowly it was like reality started to uncover and I was starting to see people for who they really were. And it wasn't this fantasy world. I lived in a bubble. And as that started happening and devastations and disappointments and my own traumas, things growing up, you know, I had um, a lot of judgment and it was about what I looked like, how I acted, what I dressed like. Oh, you're going to wear that? You should wear that. You know, no, I don't want to, you know, bring up all of the past, but being in a family, I had a, I have a brother was completely opposite than me. And it was just very abusive. So that is the relationship that I learned at a very young age was, you know, be seen and be seen and not heard. And it was about what you looked like and to be, uh, to dress up. And then also I always was longing to be accepted and to be loved. And then when you have that sort of environment and don't get me wrong, I had beautiful moments as well, but that really started that imprint on like perfectionism and not being good enough or okay, just as I was. 
I had to be something else. Mm -hmm. And then also learning with my brother, bless his soul, because he's one of my greatest teachers to overcome, um, was really, I always was like, well, what could I do for somebody else to be able to please them? So for them, for him to be my friend. So he would want me to be around. So I was always having to do, and that was the people pleaser that started, uh, the archetype that started to happen. So it was like entertainer and people pleaser, not good enough, do for others. And then that just started my journey and then into relationships. And, um, after that, I ended up in a very toxic relationship for a very long time. And it was another teacher. And here's, here's the takeaway, you guys. I like you to think about somebody in your life that put some pretty dark imprints. It could be a mother, a father, a grandmother, a grandfather, and they may have done some terrible things to you or said some terrible things. That piece that happens to you and that person that you may have a really hard time to forgive is the direction that you need to go. And that's my greatest advice is whoever you think that you can't forgive is the person that you need to forgive to set yourself free. Um, It's very powerful. It is. I want to touch base a little bit on that door from me, for me opening. Yes. Since I was in, since I was in my, um, teens, I was always very curious about, um, card readers and mediums. It was something that intrigued me. And I started to look into it and I went to a couple and I always got a lot of insight. I loved horoscopes. I loved to learn about uh, the stars, reading about horoscopes. And then it wasn't until I was 19 that I got the book, Louise Hay, You Can Heal Your Life. I was a hairdresser and I suffered from crazy depression as a child, um, as a young teen. You know, when you're like going through you're a child, you're changing into a teenager. It's basically like the death of a child. And then you're yes. awakening into a teen. Yeah. So you have to figure out what the hell, like teenagers are constantly posturing. They have no idea who they are. They're trying to fit in. You're trying to like, you know, you're looking around and seeing what's acceptable, what's not acceptable, how you should be, how to be a good girl, how to be a bad girl. Like you're, you're posturing. It's like a very fundamental period of our lives. And depending on your environment and who's supporting you or not, you're going to go in one direction or the other. hundred percent. And I went straight into, it was straight into depression. I didn't understand Mm -hmm. a lot of things. I didn't understand myself. I didn't know. I just, you went from like being this positive light to then being this dark person that doesn't even want to shower or get ready anymore. And it's like that if I had somebody like myself or somebody that I could have talked to about all those things, all these secrets or all these questions, questioning your sexuality, questioning who you are, what am I, you know, wanting boobs, not having boobs, comparing yourself. Yeah. This is crucial. Like anybody watching that has a teenager, 
oh my God, this is such a defining point in their lives that they need support. If I had the support to be able to talk about things, I know that my life most likely would have gone in a different direction. Thankfully, it didn't because I believe in divine timing and it happens for a reason. Yes. So I can then help teens, adults, whoever to say, hey, there's a lot of stuff that's going to be happening as a teen because some friends are having sex. Some friends are partying. Some people aren't interested in that. I wasn't that type of kid. I was like a freeze. I was scared. And then I thought something was wrong with me. And then I went down that rabbit hole yeah. and allowed my subconscious to believe all these things about myself. And I just grabbed onto them and suppressed them. I was like, I can't talk about that. There's something wrong with me. I can't go there. And it was like, suppress, 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 antidepressants, and then suppress. And then what did I do? tried to find validation through my external shell, tried to be pretty enough, tried to be good enough. And it was like this loop that kept playing out. I then called in a partnership that was just like the relationship I had with my brother, longing to always be seen. Mm -hmm. Part of this, right? I was, it was, it was so sad, but I just kept suppressing it. So on the outside, everyone's like, Oh, Kristen, like you're pretty and you have this and like, oh, what would you have anything to be depressed over? So part of that little start has been my greatest gift now because that thing kept pushing me and pushing me and pushing me to keep staying in this cycle and cycling, cycling, cycling till finally I broke free. And so to answer your question about what was that little what was that like light? Yeah. That little light was realizing that I am creating my own reality and that everything that I'm afraid of is the thing that I need to face. Mm-hmm. And so Louise, hey, you can hear heal your life. That book, it starts off with forgiveness how we choose our parents, um, how all of our ailments and dis-ease is a root source from emotions that we have suppressed. Mm -hmm. So I was looking at depression. I was looking at migraines. I was looking at bladder issues. I was looking at cysts on my ovaries. Cysts on my ovaries when I was 13 years old, period problems. Where is that? Mm -hmm. Sexual organs, denial, not good enough. This is something that I actually wrote down that I think that I would like to share is I had so much self-hate, self-disgust, and this is the common theme when I'm working with my clients. They can't even feel comfortable with pleasuring themselves. Like Mm -hmm. there is such a disassociation with thy body. Yeah. Our bodies are the manuals to everything. You have pimples. You've got something going on deep inside. You've got cysts on your ovaries. Every single thing. I did an intense ayahuasca experience. And this was something, you guys, I wasn't going to ever do until way later on down the road. And through some devastations that happened in my life, a loved one that 
had exited a year and a half ago was that bit of a push for me to open that door. And I was literally shown you guys, our body is the manual to our life. Mm-hmm. We have made life so fucking complicated, Lisa. Like, ah, so yes. complicated. Yes. It's not. It, it's really not like balance, drink your water, nourish your body, pleasure yourself. This is one of my, one of my like rules. Pillars. Mm-hmm. Go there. Self care. That is an energetic system, the sacral chakra. When you deny and you don't love thyself, your shit's shutting down. Mm-hmm. It's it's turning off. It needs to be turned on. <laughs> but don't you find the loop, the loop that people get stuck in over and over again? I find it so fascinating because at some point you chose or you did what you had to do to survive. So however you got through some of the the shitty times with your brother or other relationships with men, you did, you did, you coped in a certain way that helped you to survive. So subconsciously that becomes the go-to. So you start to cope with the same things. Even as we grow up, we grow, we, we, um, change, we shift circumstances aren't the same. And yet we turn to those same solutions that we used as a child and and think that they're going to help us, but they don't. So we, so we keep, we stay loyal to these, these formative year coping strategies to survive when we weren't the parent, when we weren't the authority. And then when we are the authority, we digress into this childlike state and we, and we keep, (laughs) we stay loyal to solutions that are not serving us anymore. They are not helping us and we keep looping. And then one day you hear something. I like your word, divine timing. I love, I actually love that word. You might hear the same word 500 times, but all of a sudden you hear it different and it lands and you like, Oh, that's what she meant by I am. I'm, I'm creating my own world. Yeah. I am here to to manifest. I am a soul in a meat suit and holy shit. I learned a bunch of crappy things when I was a kid and now I am an adult and I'm not confined to the rules of that's my great. childhood even though that sucked and my brother sucked and these people sucked. They didn't yes. suck. I'm just using that as an example, yeah. you know. No. They, they totally. didn't suck at the they, time. At the time it felt shitty and it was hard yeah. and it wasn't your fault. It was not your fault. However, today you it is your fault. <laughs> it's not yes. your fault, but it's yes. now your time to yes. take that and and evolve and take that and make it a, and take responsibility to shift your perspective on it. And that is exactly what you've done. And I love, okay. So sorry, I babbled there, no, but it's okay. ayahuasca, ayahuasca. So ayahuasca for people that don't know is like a super intense psychedelic trip where you, you, you meet, did you meet ayahuasca? Yeah. It's plant, yeah. Plant medicine. It was done in a very, um, uh, trusted container. Totally. Yep. That everything I do, you guys, I want you to know, I research mm-hmm. and I will find the best of the best. So the people that I work with and healers, mediums, counselors, there's a lot that we have to unpack that I haven't shared. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And so this stumbled upon me in divine timing and it was a two day experience. Day one, um, I was shown shit through like my ancestry, like my, of my grandfather, he had passed. I was like, I didn't want to see this shit. Like I, I just was <laughs> like, what the hell? My body was riddled, riddled with fear. And it was the, all the fear that I wasn't allowing myself to feel. And I was shown, do you see how much your body, our bodies are holding on to? Do you see mm-hmm. this? And that's what I was shown. And it's like, you need to feel this. And part of what I teach and help others is feeling their feelings. Yes. We cannot suppress them. So sorry. Yes, you can suppress them, but eventually a bubble is going to come up and it's going to, you're going to lose your shit. Why do you think depression, anxiety, panic attacks happen? They're unresolved feelings that are trying to just get your attention for you to feel. So number one thing I do, this is what I had to do after I was in the relationship uh, for 17 years. I have a beautiful son with uh, the ex is what I call him. The and ex. The ex, because we don't claim people, guys. I don't yep. own. You. We, don't say, we don't say... My, my cancer, ex. my this, we don't own yeah. shit. Everybody's a sovereign being. You do you, boo. We are all one. The ex, love it. Yes. <laughs> so when I, when, when I experienced a whirlwind, which you were talking about is cycles, right? Mm-hmm. Here's Kristen, this vivacious, bright, woohoo. Yeah, my life is amazing. My life theme was denial. Kristen just lived mm-hmm. in denial, denial, denial. Oh, this life is great. Mm-hmm. Denial. Oh, mm-hmm. he's going to learn this time and not cheat on me again. Denial. Mm-hmm. It's like I'd see through that fucking that mirror, all of a sudden I'd see it and then guess what happened to you to this situation. Here I am in that cycle. I've shared with you the Louise Hay books come into my world. I went through cheating. I went through cancer two times with him. I went through everything, wanting to have a baby, told we would never be able to have a baby. Uh, I did all this natural stuff. After like 12 years, the doctors are like, no, I'm sorry. You're going to have to do through, go through in vitro. He can't have kids, blah, blah, blah. I get pregnant. My son's a fucking like miracle after 12 years, never being on birth control, nothing. So I'm trying to like wrap you guys up to come to this moment. So I have this beautiful son and everything that was underlying and that was the red flags were just being shoved down. And I was like, okay, well this next step, oh, he's going to learn this time and everything's going to be better. It didn't happen. I started going through counseling and grateful to him because of the cheating. I find out one day he's taken a woman away to Mexico when I was away. That was my life shattering moment Yeah, for me. The worst thing. So my worst fear back in the day was if I were to ever be cheated on. Mm. Oh my God, you guys. I'm like, if that's your worst fear, I'm like what I've experienced (laughs) thus far. (laughs) There's way worse things. (laughs) Oh my God. But that was the 20 year old Kristen who thought that her life was ending because I thought learn from my mom and dad, you pick your partner. And then once you've picked him, that's it. He's yours. You just mm-hmm. love them. Yep. Kristen, Sacrifice you yourself. Yep. 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 Totally. Kristen, you get pushed to the side and it drew it. 
it was driving Kristen's perfectionism, prettier, go work out, not skinny enough, this, 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 because he was never able to see me because he had his own shit and his own. And you couldn't see you. I couldn't see me. I didn't love me. I didn't accept me. So how the hell do you guys think that I called in this type of partnership? Of course I did because you only can meet the depths of how you've met yourself in someone else, period. Period. So the fact that you and me soul gazed because we're like, I see you. I see that you love yourself and you see that I love myself. Let's fucking love each other and be together and experience this, right? Totally. And your story is so parallel to mine too. Like, I don't know if you knew this, I was married to an abuser as well and had to, I don't have kids with him, but it, yeah, he, he was my biggest teacher by a long shot. And so everything you're saying, I'm like, yes, give me more. Keep saying it. Okay. (laughs) I love that. And this is the people that, you know, that are going to land here are going to need to hear this juice because it's going to give them ammo. All of you listening, this is your ammo to fucking change your life and the trajectory and take radical responsibility. And here's the thing. You are one choice away from a brand new fucking life. Yes. And it is magic. Here's the thing. I was so afraid, so afraid you guys that I was never going to find somebody else. And that I had these underlying other fears that kept me staying in the 17 year unhealthy relationship, regardless of what they did to me. Let me guess. Let me guess. What, uh, if he meets someone new, what's she going to be like? Is she going to parent your kid? Don't, I don't want anyone else parenting my kid. I I'm not going to meet someone else. Like these are the things that come up often for for relationships. What 100%. And And for me, it was like, no, this is my person and you're supposed to stay through. I went through cancer twice with him. Like that was devastating. When you can think of the person not physically being here anymore, it adds another piece to like, oh, well, I visualized him dying. I'll just put up with this shit. Yeah. Right. So it's like, anyhow, so I've kind of lost a little bit of my train of thought about him. Um, Oh, I I got it. Lisa. So my counselor, he took somebody away. Great. That was the defining moment of my life where Kristen is ready to embark in counseling. This is what I have needed. So thankful to him, I picked up, uh, I reached out to this woman and I was like, I need help. And the cool thing about this is he actually picked her for himself. Okay. And stopped going after a few months. And then when I couldn't handle it anymore, I was like, I need, I need help. And she's my counselor to this day. And it's been over, over 10 years and she's a fucking gem. So go ahead. No, I'm I'm just going to say like, I think that I don't know a single woman, um, who, has not experienced some form of this program who has not experienced some sort of perfectionism, some sort of, you can have everything you want as long as you work hard enough, the hustle thing, the, the, um, earn love must be earned, um, sacrifice 
uh, yourself for the greater good, you know, things like that, this martyrdom, because especially I would say perhaps Gen Z might be a little different and perhaps there are some exceptions out there, some outliers, but man, this society that we are living in, that we've grown up in has been, has been a tyrant in programming us to believe that love must be earned, that we are not enough, that the superficial is ever all that matters that, you know, judge a book by its cover, but don't, you know, and, and, uh, um, and, and sure enough, we, we see so many dysfunctional relationships. We see so many dysfunctional nervous systems. We see mental illness. We see illness. We see the body, as you say, crying out for help. And we are perpetually denying that our acne is from the McDonald's and the seed oils and the inflammatory thoughts and people and energy. And like, we just, because if that was true, we would have to take fucking responsibility for ourselves and change it. And so we deny the shit out of it so we can do nothing and continue on like a robot. Yeah. 100%. (laughs) 100%. I, I like, I'm just thinking where I'm going right now. With well, this. I, I, I honestly think like when I look at you and the work you do, you take all of this superficial shit and yeah. ask people to go below the surface just a little bit, just take a peek, take a look. I like to use the analogy and I've used this many times on the show about the tree. We all see the beautiful tree. We see it's beautiful leaves, it's fruit, it's vibrancy, it's alive and well. And we judge the tree about how beautiful it is. And everyone wants that tree on their lawn. Everyone wants to own that tree and everyone forgets that that tree is only as vibrant and as beautiful and as strong and as healthy as what is below the surface. They don't see the roots and the rot and the bugs and the fucking shit that happens in the dark. Yes, that's exactly it. And I love that you use that analogy. I use it as well, because that's as tall as you want to grow this way is as deep as you need to go. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's something that I started to unpack was all of that counseling and mm-hmm. excuse me with, um, Lisa, I'll tell you guys what happened. I yeah, got to the us. point, I got to the point where I went as far as I could, f- as, as I could go without my fears, all of a sudden remembering all of the shit from my childhood and all of these things that happened and my biggest fears, guess what I did? I was like, I'm good. I'm going to stay in that healthy relationship. Yep. The cheating's going to just happen when it's going to happen. I'm going to stay in this box. Okay. Bye. And that's it. I would every single time I'd get to a certain point and then I would stop mm-hmm. because guess what we reached the root fucking <laughs> cause <laughs> the root, <laughs> the root. And I'm, and I'm comfortable with, with sharing the root. Um, I have no, no problem sharing the root, but what I do want to say before I share the root is Mm. this cycle went on, like I said, for 17 years 
And even in Landmark, I went to Landmark Forum. It's a, I don't even know. I, yeah, I think it's going on still, but it's basically I think it is like too. a weekend. Yeah, it's like a yeah. weekend on steroids of counseling. Mm-hmm. And I went with the ex and actually funny enough, I met Deidre there okay. at the actual, um, Deidre is one of the speakers that was at MYM, um, for all of you guys listening. And I remember going with, and Tiffany as well. I was super young. I was like 18 or 19 years old doing this thing or 20. And, um, I remember you guys, like, I had a problem. My problem was I was jealous and I was so insecure. So I would have these emotions riddling through my body. And it was always with other women. It was like, I was so upset and concerned with the ex giving others attention because he was anyways, that was his, his MO, his whole, the whole entire time. But I just wanted to believe like that wasn't happening because I was the best. And and of course I'm amazing. So why would he ever want to go anywhere else? Well, you thought nothing of yourself and that's why you called in this type of person. Mm -hmm. So I'm in this, um, landmark and I want to share my story. And he says, well, if you share that I have cheated on you, I'm going to leave. So light bulb dim moment, Kristen decides not to share and she just sits and stays small. I end up going into the back because we all had to separate into do into different partners and guess who he was sitting beside Deidre. And I had no (laughs) idea who she was. All I could feel was the fact there was a female sitting beside him. I know what he's like. I don't know what she's like, but now I'm instantly burning inside Mm -hmm. to the point that I can't even sit there anymore. I end up going to the back. I ended up getting help, thankfully. And the man sits me down and this is the teacher. And he looks at me and he's like, why did you pick a playboy as a boyfriend? Mm. And I look at him and I'm like, me? What? I didn't pick a playboy. It was literally like all of a sudden this light bulb moment. And I was like, holy fuck. And then I'm getting the highlight reel of all the red flags from the day one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have had so many opportunities to see the light. And then I just went back into denial. Yes. And because of the root cause. Yeah. It so, requires you to do something about it now. So to deny it means that it's not, it doesn't exist. We can just yeah. compartmentalize that out of the yeah. way, stay focused on, on what you know. Yep. What I know is he's going to maybe, you know, he's going to change. He's going to get better. I spent my entire life, you guys, distracting myself from myself. But what do you need in life? A very big distraction. Yes. And so why did we work perfectly? Because he was my distraction from myself. Yes. And that's what we live off of. And guess what? The subconscious programming this false belief, the, this belief that I had about myself was the story that carried me to this point, not to this point, but to a pivotal point. Yeah. To, to, to my thirties. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was crazy because even after, um, I had my son, my son was two and a half. The moment that changed my life was I've been doing the work you know, have being a mom and Cassius being a miracle, my devotion went to him. I'm so grateful I got to be a stay-at-home mom and just devote my time and energy to him. And like, that's when I started on all the natural route. Um, 
I was learning about vaccinations. He's not vaccinated, all the things. Mm -hmm. And I started to really take the responsibility role of I'm responsible for another human. So every choice that I make is going to affect this little soul. And not only am I grateful for this little soul choosing me as his mom, I want to do my best to see through all this shit. So during that time, it was just like me and Cassius because, you know, dad's working and mom is just mom. So it was, you know, another two and a half years of staying in the cycle while still uh, getting counseling and, and getting help. But it was like, I was this new new purpose. I've got another, I'm responsible for someone else. And then I'm watching my little guy, like just start to shine and sparkle. And then the energy in the room of, of dad and just overworked and just, it was getting intense. And I was like, I can't do this. Like Uh my son needs to see magic and love and Anyway, I went away on a trip. It was the first time that I was able to ever get away. And it was on the trip to Scottsdale. Thank you to my girlfriend, Amanda, for getting married and having this because (laughs) it was that perfect little break for me to go, what am I doing? Like, yeah, I'm actually cool. I'm like, I'm a really good catch. And yes, I have a choice here. Like I can live a new life and I don't have to take this shit anymore. So it was like a lot of confidence building. Yes. And I got home from that trip and I was interrogated and it was crazy. And I was like, bye, I'm done. And, you know, before I left on that trip, he said something that was the perfect icing on the cake. And he said, in front of my son, he's like, I hope that the plane crashes and you die and you never come home. What? Jesus Christ. So I I sat with that and I was like, yeah, you know what? I did just die. The part mm-hmm. of me that was staying with you. Mm-hmm. It was just, wow. It, I was like, holy shit. Thank you for saying that inside. I sucked it up kissed my son. My parents picked me up, took me to the airport. I didn't tell a soul. Nobody knew. My family didn't know what I was dealing with. It was just all suppressed, you guys. And like everybody watching, fucking surround yourself with a team. I had a team. I needed a team. And it was like, don't be afraid to tell your story or to share. Yes, I get it. Because I was that girl, that woman that would share a little bit of the story but I would go back. So people were like, well, leave. Like, why do you keep going back? I just wasn't ready. I didn't have the courage. I was too afraid. I was too afraid of what that would look like to be on my own. It was so, so codependent and, mm-hmm. and in love, like what I thought was love. That's the only love that I knew. I didn't know to be treated any, any way else. Like my son was the first person that just showed me unconditional love, mm-hmm. you know, bless his amazing soul. So I love that about children though. I love that about children because they, they can be a catalyst to change. I mean, I was chatting with a friend of mine who's just like, it's almost like I'm learning who I am all over again, teaching my son. I am, I am, I am no longer, I saw a meme the other day that was like, I am no longer going to the gym so that I'm healthy. 
I am going to the gym so I can kick my kids' ass for as long as freaking possible. <laughs> you know, like I love that. People, people see it in different ways. Like they're, but they're redefining responsibility because they're, they want to teach their, their sons and daughters responsibility. So they in tune have to be accountable. You can't, it's like you have learned that, that walking the talk is so powerful. You, you aren't learning anything by telling your kids what to do. If you go and do something different, cause they're watching, they see you. Yeah. And that's how you learned all these things. You didn't, your parents weren't telling you, oh, you should marry an abusive man. That's a great choice. They weren't teaching you that they weren't saying that they were doing that and accepting it in their friendships in their, the people they had over for dinner in their, even if they're good people, that's we, we, we would suck it up. Oh, and then, and then in the quiet whispers of their personal lives, they would say that was weird. Or did you, that was unacceptable what they did, but in public, it's like, Ooh, we're nice people. So we we're tolerating all this bullshit and you're learning it. So now that you're a mom, you're like, no way. I'm not freaking doing that. And you guys, I had an opportunity. I could repeat the cycle. So the cycle that I grew up in, my son had that choice. And by me taking radical responsibility and taking ownership for where I was in my life, that's the biggest thing. We have to, we have to go, okay, Mm -hmm. I'm here because of my choices. What am I going to do about it today? So my choice was to leave. I left, I came home. I have a beautiful place. It's, I'm so grateful. Uh, Fuck, like in the back of my parents, I've got my own place with, for Cassius and I. And it was like, that was my sanctuary. This is where the new life was birthed. This is when I started seeking external help beyond Mm. just Lisa. All of a sudden, um, you know, throughout those years, you guys, like I said, I saw mediums, saw the Louise Hay book, and I would go in and out of spirituality. I would start playing around with like, oh, I can heal my, um, I can heal my life with positive affirmations. All is well. Everything is working out for my highest good. Out of this situation, only good will come. I am safe. Like I did those positive affirmations, breathed them. That was when we were going through all that cancer the hospital rooms, people were like, whoa, what are you doing? This room feels magnetic. So I'd done these things intermittently, intermittently. Yeah. 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 And, um, and then, like I said, I would dim them back down again. And then all of a sudden, as I'm in my own space and that's what I started doing. I started going into meditation classes, met Nikki. Nikki is badass. She does energy healing, meditation, badass medium. Mm-hmm. First thing she says to me, I'm laying down in this room in Vancouver. I'm like, I got to do something. I'm laying there and she sends little messages. And she says on my card is it was more about like, if I should go back, give it time, all this shit. And it was definitely like, I know, but it was like, I see you all over social media and all these sorts of things. And I'm like, at this time, I'm not all over social media at all. I am a stay-at-home mom. And yes, I've always been inspirational and, and liked helping people, but nothing. Not in the public eye. Yeah, I was like, okay, sure. <laughs> so after continuing to do that, her and I had this special bond. It's like the teacher appears when the student is ready. 
And I also had another mentor come in, uh, Stevie. I did um, workings with her, also readings. And this is when I started to deep dive. So as I'm working with Nikki, I've got a counselor. Mm -hmm. I've got an energy healer. I've got a medium. I'm going into courses. I've got deep dive in every avenue. I've stopped drinking alcohol. Medical medium came into my life. Oh, did you do the liver detox? I did the medical medium liver detox in 2019. Amazing. I did 90 days. It was intense. So medical medium, you guys, if this is the first time you're hearing about him, he's fantastic. 2019 is when he landed in my space and, um, I am still juicing. I do celery juice mm-hmm. pretty close to every day. My carrot juice. Um, I've changed so much about my life. I've incorporated it into my family's life. Like my mom and my dad, if you saw them, they do not look 61. They look mm-hmm. badass. Mm-hmm. And they've done a lot of the healing. Of course, whoever comes into my world, I'm like that rainbow bridge. The I sprinkle the unicorn sparkle because my, my purpose, my my heart is to help others to give them an opportunity to match my vibration. I'm not healing you. You just have an opportunity to match me if you choose. So why is it that when it comes to spiritual, okay, I have two, there have two questions, but the first one is like, we, as a society, I'm not saying everybody, but it is very common for others to attack those who a try to lift their vibration or when they do, when they start eating well, when they stop drinking alcohol, when they start juicing, when they start doing things that aren't quote unquote, like accepted or they're, you know, they're not normal. And why, like, why is it that we do that? Like, why is it that society is so resistant to lifting the vibration? Okay. So people have a lot of fear with change. Change yes. is uncomfortable. Yes. The moment that all of a sudden your partner decides to go to counseling, underlying fear is going to come up. So whatever your underlying- They're going to leave me. They're going to leave me. They're going to hate me. I'm going to be alone. No one loves me. <laughs> it's like- but, but the thing is, is so that's their subconscious, their higher self is stepping in saying, ooh, if they start elevating and I don't, we don't match anymore. So now it could t- potentially fall away. Or what I like to say to people, when I, whenever anyone comes and sees me, I'm like, I'm going to let you know this. One of three things can happen. Your partnership is going to get incredible. They're going to meet your vi- vibration and match you. That's one choice. Two, they're going to fall away and you're going to end a, embark on a new journey on your own. Or three, you're going to radically accept them for who they are, where they're at, and the level that they choose to be. And you're going to be able to coexist with them with that acceptance. But the moment that you want to radically change somebody else is the moment that you've just lost because you have no control or power over anyone else other than yourself. Mm -hmm. So three things always happen for people. And I always say for people is because it's now your next lesson. I also say the contract is up. This is something that I believe in is contracts. It's like you and I, you came in at that time. I came in at that time. We have a contract to do this and to explore whatever we're going to explore um, and do that dance. So it's the same with relationships. And why I say to people too, it's like, 
If one door closes, know that 500 other are waiting to open for you. Stop focusing on what was and focus on what is because the past is over and all we have is right now in this very moment. So really, um, to answer your question, when you start to evolve, that means the other person can't um, just stay with what they are and what they have. And now they don't have something to relate. So it's like the moment that you change, say you and I always, um, connected because we talk shit about other people. The moment that I come to you and I say, you know what, I don't really want to talk about other people anymore. Like let's talk about the positives in our lives. You may get a little feeling or trigger inside of your vessel and you are like, Oh, and then now you're not good enough. Mm-hmm. So that underlying not good enough is going to play out for these people. For another example, let's say- you could also you could also instead of the not good enough, you can say, "Well, you're a loser now. I don't like you anymore because you are not vibrating okay. at the same level I am." Okay, right? so I'm so glad you said that. So what happened to that person is they said, "You're a loser." So instead of them matching your vibration, yes, they are trying to bring you down to theirs, but they yes. don't see that. No, and no. That's okay. That's okay. It's an invisible exchange. It is. And it's a mirror. Everybody yes. is a mirror. So it's like in that relationship, even in the past relationship, what was the mirror? The mirror was Kristen, you're not good enough or lovable enough. So that's why you're going to tolerate this type of an exchange. And yeah. then all of a sudden you switch the gear and you're like, wait a minute. I am lovable and I am worthy. So what happens? You don't get treated like shit anymore. You take a stand for yourself. People aren't going to like that and love them and say, Hey, thank you for that exchange. I fucking love you. I wish you nothing but the best. Mm -hmm. If you want to come up and match me here, I am here cheering you on. Here's the thing. I will give every single person, even like when they watch, uh, watch or listen to the podcast, I share everything. I'm sure just like you do. Yeah. I share bring, a lot. <laughs> right. We're, we have a, a lot here and it's like, mm. we're doing this because we, we want to see people win mm-hmm. and we want to say, this is what worked for me. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, any tool that any experience or tool that I have experienced or gone through, I'm like, here you go. Like, go and see this person, come and see me. Like what I found, especially through even MYM, I was trying to find like, well, what is that one thing that I can offer everybody? And I'm like, it's fucking Mm self-acceptance. I didn't accept myself. Mm -hmm. And then the moment that I accepted myself, my whole world changed. I stopped judging myself. And then I stopped doing things to change myself. And your whole like thought process, your habitual, like your habits, your habitual thought loops. Like when you look at yourself in the mirror, the energy that you would give yourself, like those narratives probably started to change and maybe not overnight, but over time. Yeah. And then you probably get a sense of empowerment. So this is kind of my, this is my second question about spirituality and about healing, because I too have a, a similar Uh, journey to yours. And I think a lot of people right now are having these micro or macro spiritual awakenings being like, oh shit. (laughs) And so they're, they're becoming aware of the thing. They're becoming aware of what's happening 
but yeah. they're still, and, and then the buck stops there. Like they have yes. this new awareness. So, yes. so I want you, I want you to explain what spiritual bypassing is. Oh my gosh. I think that this is a, it's not a problem, but it's, it's happening a lot. Okay. It's actually perfect because that's what I did. I bypassed. <laughs> yes. I, I bypassed it all. And I just was like, I know this fear here. I know what it feels like, looks like, sounds like, but everything's good. I'm just going to keep going on through life. And then guess what happens? I thought I had healed so much of these things. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden it's like, knock, knock, knock. Overwhelming uh, emotions start coming up. Not good enough. All of these things. And I'm just like, what? I'm like, I thought I was like, I went there. And it was like, no, bitch. <laughs> I'm like, she wasn't ready. And I'm like, okay, I guess we're going there. So there was other layers. So know that it's okay also to get to a certain place, like what you're saying. Yeah. It's like the spiritual it bypassing. Yeah. And, yeah. Feel it, look at it, play with it, be curious, be curious with what's showing up. But it's also crucial to find somebody that you feel comfortable with because it can make the process so much faster and it doesn't have to be painful. It can just be like, hey, okay, I'm aware of that. I'm aware that it's here. Let's look at it. Let's actually accept it and sit with it. It's not going anywhere. And so, okay, to answer that too is themes. We have these life themes. So it's something in this lifetime, because remember I said, we all come here to choose experiences. Yeah. So there's an experience that in this lifetime you would like to overcome. Let's use alcohol as an example. So in this lifetime, maybe there's addictions that you would like to work through. So spiritual bypassing for everybody that may not know this term, that's would be like, oh, you know what? I'm just going to like play it down. I'm going to maybe, you know, not drink as much. I'm going to like put a cap on it. But you know that there's a problem. You know that there's a history of it. You know that maybe when you do drink, you get a little bit wild or you're not acting like yourself, which I also want to just say to everybody, alcohol is called a spirit. It (laughs) um, is energy and it definitely affects people and and it can definitely change your vibration and you're uh, opening up yourself to allow other energies in. And this isn't to scare anyone. This is just the truth. Yeah. And I used to love to drink. I used to love to go out and have a good time. That was my thing on the weekends. And as I started to peel back the layers, I started to realize, well, how can I pay money for something that's altering me? I feel like shit. It's aging me and my liver, it's literally killing it. So what I always say to people is like, what we do today in this moment is affecting us in our 80s. So look at the people in your life in their 80s and their 90s. And are they reliant on um, pills? And are they able to move around? So come back. I've kind of got off track, I know, but like come okay. back to this. But- yeah. yeah, it's okay. I, I mean, alcohol is a prime example. There's all of these. I remember, so I did my yoga teacher training and I'm not going to name names or anything, but 
one of the teachers was upset with me because I came late. I ran a half marathon on one of the weekends. I'd been training for the marathon forever. And then I told them well in advance, I'm going to be an hour late for yoga teacher training. And she was so angry at me. And she chastised me in front of the group for coming in late, for disrespecting her and her time. And I understand why she did all that. She was very much posturing. And she also started talking about how she went to the fifth dimension and she did all these things. And it's fine. And I was sitting there. I'm like, okay, you are a spiritual being and you're treating a human being like shit. Okay. And then I saw her later smoking a cigarette walking down the street. I was like, okay, that is what spiritual bypassing is. It's when you went like when you avoid doing when you're, you're so spiritual you avoid doing the work you you literally you know the problem but you avoid it so alcoholism is a really good thing a lot of people think that they're this like high vibing person and yet they are numb they're numb they need to numb themselves daily because that's what alcohol does it numbs you so you can avoid your who you are you're not in touch with yourself is alcohol all bad maybe Maybe it is. Maybe it is the worst, most toxic shit ever. And it's just society has just accepted it and legalized it, made it cool. Well, why is it on every corner? I don't know. That's it, it's money. It's like it's it's why got is it. Starbucks on every corner. <laughs> like you think caffeine's good for you? Yeah. Not a ch- Absolutely. There's all of these things that we say is normal. And actually I was having a conversation the other day about balance, about what a balanced diet looks like. And if you listen to corporate America, if you listen to anyone who's paid by advertisers, they're going to say it's okay to drink once in moderation, eat shit in moderation. And we're hearing this over and over and over. And our human pea brains, monkey brains, we 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 start to believe things through repetition. That's how we learn. So even if it, they're saying complete actual horse ass shit, you're yeah. going to eventually hearing it enough times, the seeds plant it. So we yeah. hear all this moderation crap and, and we're, we start to believe that that's actually true. And I think that's a form of spiritual bypassing yeah. too, because we know that it's not good for us. And yet we continue to do it and we pretend that we're not doing it. It's like how yeah. many people here are listening right now have been on a diet and you're sh- trying to show your kids and your family and your husband how committed you are and you're fucking starving and you eat the fries in your car and you eat the entire bag of chips before you go in the house. Like hands up me. I did it. I'm putting my hands up for that. <laughs> oh, I've done it. I've hundred percent. Oh my gosh. Like, yeah. like who are you kidding? <laughs> yeah. Like you who know, benefits from that? Like why, like what? Anyways, that was a bit of a no, tangent on my side. No, I, I like, I like that you're covering this because it's, it's choices. And I don't want anyone to feel like shitty about choices. Or if you love that cup of coffee, or you love to have that glass of wine, like everything is a choice. And why we're here on earth school is because we have fucking free will. And something I did mm-hmm. want to mention to people is if you're embarking on this journey, remember that you are a spiritual being having a human experience and you're here to be human. So mm. You don't always have to make sure you're like meditating and this and this and this. Trust me, I love to dance and and 
make the shell pretty and dress it up. And like, I'm not just, you know, the granola in the backyard, sitting at a tree going like this balance, like Mm -hmm. duality, Mm -hmm. be sexy. I want you to access your feminine energy and I want to show you how to do that. But at the same time, I want to help you be able to accept yourself in your raw goods with no filter on. Like that's me. I like embody everything that I talk about, I am doing. I don't believe in not practicing what you fucking preach. And like you were saying about the one that cigarette, like you'll, 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 you will have what people call as like gurus or people that you look up to in your life. And this has happened to me many times. And then you slightly pedestal them, knock them off the fucking pedestal guys. Everyone is human, mm-hmm. but I did that on this journey because you're like, you, you, you're looking for guidance and, and like a teacher and you're just like looking all around and you want to like be like them and you want to embody it. No, my number one thing is forge. Don't follow make your own way. I call us sacred rebels. I call us the wild. I want you to unleash yourself. Do not try to be like anyone else. I was like that. I was like, Oh, I'm going to be like this person or this because every other person that wasn't me was awesome because I didn't like me. So it made sense. (laughs) But all of a sudden, but all of a sudden when I was like, Oh, I actually like me and I'm worthy of sharing a lot of fucking shit. That's helped me. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I would never want to change myself for anyone else ever. And advice that I have for everybody listening, you are all so important. You are unique. You are beautiful. You have a gift and you have a signature and a vibration that is here for magic. And another thing that I fucking love to teach is magic and bridging the gap from the spirit realm to earth school. Our loved ones... Mm -hmm. Our spirit team, you have up from two to 40 and they all come in and out as they need. So when you're going through a life challenge or something's going on, why the hell would you want advice from somebody other than your spirit team that knows what you signed up for or a loved one? Like what? They can see everything that's happening before it's even happened. That's how you get signs because they know one year in advance, like the human thinks, oh, um, you know, I'm on like, I want everything to happen for me right now. No, the soul knows the divine time knows it will happen when it needs to happen in that trust. And spirit team guys, I'm telling you, we all have one, whether you believe it or not, how I can help you all. I, I'd love to give your audience a challenge. Yeah, totally. Let's go. Let's do this. And I'd love for you to to do it too. Yeah. Okay. I'm in. Yeah. Do it. Okay. So I'd love whether you have gone through grief, something I didn't share, I'll just touch on quickly after I ended up leaving the relationship and embarking on this magical journey of spirituality and, and connection. Um, I ended up connecting with somebody. Um, he, is magical. He's not here any longer. He passed a year and a half ago. And that's a whole other story, which is devastation, but it's, it's grief. It's, it's a love story that was basically a year. Um, 
I ended up being in like a women's shelter with my son. Like this is a whole, this is a whole other episode, which we could do back to it. So he, um, really assisted me here to connect with another realm. So anybody listening, Dolores Cannon, she's badass. She check out her books. The book that I'm telling everybody to listen to is between death and life. That will really help you understand and bridge the gap from other realms and here. Anyways. Okay. So wait, just to, just to, just to sort of surmise. Okay. So the human is having an experience. It's a spiritual experience on earth in the human form. There are more than one realities. There's more than one dimension. The spirit world is a dimensional world, which is often called, I don't know, heaven, perhaps um, enlightenment, some sort of uh, walking into the white light. And then Earth is where our souls land to have human experiences. And what I've heard or learned or experienced myself um, through psychedelics is that uh, that the human experience is because our souls, once we're in the euphoria of heaven, you, there's no physical way for us to feel. So we come down to earth so we can actually feel and have experiences. Otherwise, and we're just sex. sort of these... And have sex <laughs> and, and and experience uh, love and eat, yes. eat or food. or experience hate and abuse and shit so that we can level up our vibration here as a human. Right. And to go a little bit deeper with that is karma. It's so karma. when we deal with karma, here's the thing. You sign up for earth school. You ain't getting off until you've experienced what you came to experience. So what I say to people is, if you've come here to experience overcoming addiction, overcome it. Do you Mm -hmm. really want to come back down here to do that again? And this isn't in fear to make people scared. Mm -hmm. This is to empower you to say, holy shit, maybe there is something more. Maybe I did sign up to overcome. Maybe it's forgiveness. Maybe it's losing a loved one. When he exited, like I had never experienced grief before. That just added a complete new realm of healing of me going into the depths of my soul. I got to experience myself as what is just a feeling of like just being a soul, not even the shell. I had no attachment to my shell anymore. anymore, And I was like, oh my God, like Mm -hmm. whether it's a man or a woman, it Mm -hmm. doesn't matter. Like we buy into so much BS whether whatever your experience in this shell, it doesn't matter. And that's when it comes into like men, women, uh, different partners, being with different types of people. It doesn't matter because this is your shell and your soul as souls. We're just free souls. There's no gender attached to a fucking soul. So it's like we, what I say to people is karma is so important because in a last life, maybe I was a man And maybe in my last life, I did all the cheating. So then in this lifetime, I said, I'm going to sign up to experience being a woman and being cheated on because I want to experience there's no right or wrong. And when I say that people can get a little bit upset because they're like, well, what do you mean? There's no right or wrong. And like justice, well, what if you murder somebody? I'm sorry to tell you this. That is all part of the human experience. I signed up to experience my loved one exiting to experience that grief and then to connect with him every day, all the time. And then I can share with people, we never die. So I don't 
want people to stay in grief. I want you to feel it. I want you to experience it. But then I ask you to embrace it and then connect with them. And that's what I love to show others is how do you connect with signs, symbols, and messages? And then let's go back to the challenge. Okay. Okay. So what I'm asking everybody to do is pick something and I'm going to, we're going to go with your spirit team. If you have a loved one that has passed that you you're grieving or you miss dearly, we're going to ask them to connect. So what you want to do is you want to pick something that isn't easy. I don't want it to be just like, Oh, you know, there's a lighter over here. Pick something that comes into the mind's eye that is very special to you that reminds you of them. And so let's think of, so I'm going to use my example with Dar. So for him, I have clearly laid out a blueprint. It's called language. I have a language of the soul with him. And the language is 222. And I have the infinity symbol. And I have... um certain songs. So everybody pick something. It can be an orange. It can be, um, a feather. It's just it a be- symbol. It's symbolizing the person or the yes. thought of the person. Nope. Or just- it's going to mean the person. Okay. First, the person first. Okay. So let's share with you. Like, do you have a person or we're, we're going to either do a person or we're going to do spirit team. It's, it's up to you. I if think you don't I, have I a resonate person. more. I don't have a person. I'm not grieving anyone or anything at this time. Uh, I am grieving the loss of relationships uh, okay. through the cancellation through me being canceled by my best friends. But I feel as though that that chapter is is on the last paragraph, and I'm I'm I, I resonate more with connecting to my spirit team because I think I'm already doing this. I'm really interested. Yes. in what you're going to say. <laughs> Okay. So, so you already are. And like, even just, like I said, the fact that, um, you meeting me is Mm -hmm. your invitation when I, like I sat beside a woman on the plane and she just lost her mom. And I said to her, like, we've been, we sat here because your mom connected you to me. And so I gave her messages. So this is just what happened. So you're ready for a deeper connection with your spirit team. Yes. And when I work with people, I also teach them, how do you do this with discernment, with boundaries? Because not only with boundaries with the spiritual world, we need boundaries in the physical world. It is both ends. You don't want to just connect with any old uh, soul. I'm telling you, because there's energies that are lower (laughs) over there too. And I don't fuck with that shit. That's like not okay. This is cool. Okay. So for you, what are you going to choose for your direct connection with your spirit team. What would you like? What comes to mind? First thing I think, well, I think four, 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 and I think birds. Okay. Do you have a specific bird or any bird? Any bird. I love crows to be honest. Let's do Let's go with crows. Okay. Okay. So now that you have two symbols, what's four, four, four going to mean for you. So when they need to get a hold of you, this is what's happening. Just like a fucking phone call. If I picked you up on the phone, your spirit Mm -hmm. team now is being prompted to, to pick up their phone, their invisible Mm -hmm. phone to connect with you. So So, 444 means literally what most angel numbers mean. is just like, I'm on the right path. This is the way, this is the way. I go very, um, what's that friggin' star Wars guy. And where he's just like, 
this is the way. <laughs> this is it like Darth Vader? No, it's uh, oh my god, people listening. I haven't are watched it. I'm sorry. No, it's one of the new ones. It's like not Obi Wan, or maybe it is Obi Wan. It's one of the new the new Star Wars series. They're really okay. good. Anyways, okay, we we, we digress. I like it. I like it. Okay. Four, four, four is right path. And something I want to sit, share with everybody. So we've got like 11, 11, right? That's great. Everybody loves to get 11, 11. We need a little bit more juice and your spirit team wants a little bit more juice. Cause they're like, we always want to hear the positive. What about a heads up? Like, Hey, this is a warning. We're giving you a little bit of a heads up right now. You know, yeah. like add, add some juice for them to actually communicate. Okay. So let's go to the crow. What's the crow going to mean? Well, I see what it, what it means to me is that we are here. Like we are here. We are with you. We're with you. You're not alone. Okay. And it's always a, it's an earth school reminder to you. And it's not to them because to them, they're like, I'm telling you guys, they're like, bitch, can you just ask me to do something? Like so many people don't realize I'm telling you guys. Before I go to dinner in Vancouver, my something called runner guides, Stevie Shaler has the one who has taught me all this magic. Love her. Runner guides. Okay. Ask them. They want to be of service. You want a parking spot saved right out front of your dinner? Call upon them. And no, don't just call upon them like five seconds before. I do it an hour before. Isn't that funny? I do that too. I don't, I don't call them runner guides. I call it, I call it live in the dream. When I'm driving around, I'm like, I'm going to live the dream. I'm going to live the dream. And the dream spot, the parking lot is going to unveil itself to me as soon as I come. And do you see how your, your language and your communication, you guys, it doesn't have to be runner guides. It can live in the dream. I love that. See your commute. You're already doing it. Yeah. Cause you just know it's, it's intuition. It's just doing. So- I love these conversations too, because like I have a spiritual guide, like a spiritual master who I work with. Her name's yes. Adele Stratton. She's been on the show many times. I've been awesome. with her for 10 years. We do a lot of energy work. So I'm, I do use some of her language for sure, Yay. because she was my teacher, but this is all the same stuff. Just a different, a different form form. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. It's and, okay. And yeah. And because it's coming through a different person and it's great because it will land for someone. Yeah. Yeah. So crow is we are here, 444 is right path. So make sure you jot that down. So you guys listening, please pick one to two things that start small. But how do you get this belief? Because a lot of people, they can feel a little bit like, oh, I don't believe in this. And like, uh, it's too weird to even think that it could be true. So I'm going to tell a quick story. Yeah. I told my dad, I'm like, dad, do you have a language of the soul with your dad. And he's like, well, I just like talk to him and I think about him. I'm like, no dad, let's go deeper. And I shared this on my stories, by the way, there's an actual video of him and I having this conversation. So he picks a specific make, specific color and a car. And it's, I I think it's a Thunderbird and it's, I think it's blue. I could be botching this anyways. So I said, everybody watching, this is what you do. Okay, dad. I'm picking a Thunderbird. This is the make of the car. And I'm going to give you a week to make this happen or however long the timeline. You don't have to, you just give them a little bit of time. Because on the spiritual realm, there's no such thing as fucking time. This is the human problem. We think there's time. So he does that. Long story short, he um, came to me a little bit later and he's like, Kristen, the Thunderbird 
rolled past that exact make the certain block, like to the fucking T. I was like, there's your dad. There's confirmation that your dad is with you. He is always present seeing everything that you're doing. And then I saw him however long later, I was like, dad, you know, have you had any more language or connection? We go on a bike ride. And I was like, dad, it's time to expand on your, your um, symbols. Okay. It's time to expand on the language. So we're riding our bike. And all of a sudden my dad's brakes stopped fucking working on his bike. And I'm like, what the hell? We're stopped at the corner. I'm trying to help him. He's trying to help himself. Nothing's, nothing's working. A woman stops. She pulls over to the side of the car. She comes up. She's do you guys need any help? Blah, blah, blah. She has like this toolkit. And I look over at her car and the license plate, license plate says Dan 400. My grandfather's name is Dan. And the thing of the car was 400. And I was like, you can't make this shit up. And my dad looks at it and he just got tingles all over. And he had seen the Thunderbird car, whatever that was. And I'm like, there you go. So people, please choose your symbol, give them time. But also, Elisa, I wanted to say something else with your crow. We are here. Something that I used is oranges. So something when I'm like celebrate, like celebrating or on the right path or something that's like extravagant, I asked them to, to use oranges. One day I showed up at my gym. Every woman in the fucking gym was wearing an orange shirt, including myself. Yeah. And it took me time as I'm on my bike. To sort of look all around. Of a sudden, I was like, <laughs> Why are all these people wearing orange? So it's, 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 if you're present and it's the presence, it's getting quiet. It's listening to the song. All of a sudden you think of your dad that's passed and that song is playing or your loved one, or somebody comes up to you. Like I've shared so much of the, of um, my experiences with mm-hmm. connection and connecting with loved ones. Um, y- y- You can't, you can't make it up. I've got one, four, three, two, two, two. Yeah. All, all of the, the things. things. You get it. Re- you get it. It's really interesting because it really, how I sort of not rationalize, but how it makes sense in my mind is in the knowing that we are all one. We are yeah. all one. We come down for a human experience. Like, like when people told me that, first of all, like 10 years ago, I was like, you are full of shit. Like, that's stupid. Like, <laughs> yeah. woo woo. And, and I was completely not at a time or place for me to actually accept it. But then I started to, like you say, observe, be more mindful, sort of see things, connect some dots without assumption. Like we always, the human brain wants to take two points and connect a straight line between it and be like, that's facts. And you're like, well, it's not facts and it's not science. And you don't know what you're talking about. Cause no, as soon as you know, you become mindless. The moment you think, you know, you stop thinking about it critically, you have gone mindless. So, and then we repeat, 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 repeat. And we live half of our lives or longer completely mindless, just running through the fucking program of our mind. So I find it like, so in the spiritual uh, teachings, like there are a few things that I just don't understand, but here's the thing. I've been learning this and experiencing it and, and opening my mind to it and talking about it because intuitive awareness, your intuition speaks, your body is speaking. So that's a level which I think most listeners can really dive into. If you believe that when your gut talks to you and says something, because it's not using words, is it? 
It's using what a, a, a tingle, a, a, a drop, a drop feeling, or an excited feeling. Your your body is talking to you. That is all on the same realm in which we're 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 talking right now. That to mm-hmm. expand on that feeling is to is to start moving outside of the body and understand that we're connected to everything and we are all one. And those things are speaking to us. Am I, is that, am I on sort of you're on? Yeah. Yeah. You're 100% on it. And it's like your thought truly creates your reality because it's like, if you're thinking that your life sucks, you're fat, you um, are going to be this way for the rest of your life. Yes. You just want it. You got it. You You got it. And if you believe that there's no such thing as a spirit, spirit team, and that there is no magic, you've nailed it. You've got it. Yes, That's your truth. And I could never argue any truth with anybody because it's their belief system. It's like, maybe just question it. Maybe just look outside the box. Maybe, you know, dive, dive into something else. And another thing, you don't even have to go to spirit team. You can just go to higher self. I call it our higher selves. Yes. It's just the, the mothership, our higher self knows the way it's just our ego can get in the way and maybe ask the ego to just have a little seat <laughs> while you experiment in this realm for a minute and that uh, welcome it to, to come back in. And like my life, I'm not kidding. You guys is a living miracle every single day. Like if you spoke to my son, to, to his teacher, to the people we call in our world is this beautiful mirror and this beautiful magic. It's, it exists everywhere. And I just am really trying to help people see it and believe it for themselves because you got to feel it yourself. I have a question about like, okay, if you're grieving someone, someone's passed on and they're there and they show themselves and they're symbol. I don't believe that the spirit that shows up for you, sure, it's the same spirit, but they're not attached to a body. So they are not thinking the way our human brain thinks. Mm-hmm. Like, I find it a question that really rocked my world in the spirituality thing is like, okay, and this is religious as well, religious. Okay. And I, and I, I want to choose my words carefully here because we believe that when we, if you're a Catholic, okay, I was born and raised Catholic. So I'll just use that okay. as the, as the thing yes. I am. I'm a non-Catholic. I'm a non-practicing Catholic at this moment. Um, however, we were taught heaven and hell and you need to repent, go to heaven. Um, you need to ask for forgiveness and you will go to heaven. So, so you're in, you want to see your dad or your grandparents or the people that have passed. And we visualize our monkey brains, visualize heaven as just like our lives right now, but we're all forgiven and we're in heaven. Like, are we going to act the same, be the same, have the same relationship dynamic? Like we think that in heaven, our abusive fathers will be nice to us because they asked, because now they're blessed beings. We, we think that like, heaven's all of a sudden going to magically be different than it is on earth, which made, which made me sort of understand that heaven and, and hell is all up here in our minds. We can see this human experience. We are living in heaven right now, or we are living in hell. It's all about the, it's all here. We are all one. It's all the things. And no, I don't think that when I die, my soul is just going to go up and be the same person. 
Right. Or am I? I don't think I'm going to. I'm going to have the same lessons and want to experience more things, but it's not. I I, I don't know. What do you think? Um, obviously, everything is just in feelings and through all the different teachings. For me, it's really about, for example, like I was saying, our, our higher self. Yeah. Our higher self carries forward. So your personality is going to be similar. So it's like they'll say, for example, with Dar, when when he comes through or we're I'm doing connecting, mm-hmm. there's silly things. And he was silly. And he would say things that were just sometimes inappropriate. So Okay, so if you were a person who thinks silly inappropriate things are are offensive and you're all up in heaven, how is that like do you see what I mean? Like yeah. how does heaven how is heaven this thing that we think is like this euphoric experience if we're all the same up there right. that we are here? Right. And see I feel like when we expand and we are just exit the shell, it's just yeah. a, a blip in time and our cord yeah. gets cut and our body's done. We still, what I've been told is we still experience, um, we will experience, what's that word? It's a, it's like a life review. We have to go through a life review that we cannot escape. Yes. So why I always tell people like how you treat another person is so crucial because you have to rewatch it. You're going to, I'm going to, we're going to watch this moment and be like, damn, we thought we knew so much and we knew 4% of the truth (laughs) because it's so vast and there's so much happening. And and like you were saying, you, we think like in our mind, um, that heaven is this type of way, but like you said, what you think is actually what you will experience over there, which isn't even over there. It's here. It's It's all one. Yeah. That, that, um, earth school and like this, um, planet is so much further away from the spirit realm. It's not, it's, it's right here. It's all interconnected and there's multiple timelines and things happening, which might sound wild to some people, um, but it's really all playing out. So it's like the past, present, the future. So like, what timeline do you want to exist on? Do you want to exist on the magical one that, uh, your dreams fucking happen and that you are in like relationship? (laughs) Yes, I do. Or do you want to be on the one that's like, damn, I got to go through another lesson and keep freaking grinding. Uh, yeah. Going through repeating, repeating. Yes. You know, I believe if you can come here and you can be willing to lose it all, I feel like I came here and I felt like I've just lost it all in the sense, in a good way of like any type of control, having to share my son, which I never thought I'd ever have to do, you know, exiting out of the relationship and walking away with nothing, which I could have had so much. And I was like, no, I'm going to do this on my own path. Like go of any false mask, just be you, be your bright light. Can you take that shiny car with you? No. Do you own the home you're living in? No, nothing can be taken with you, but your memories and your soul and your heart. So why not lead with your heart? be a fucking good person and help other people and not comparison. Like the comparison that you're comparing everyone else's life. We have all gone through so much and we will continue to go through so much. So it's like, give everyone a break, but no furthermore, give yourself a break. 
Yes. Fuck. Do you know how much you've had to handle? Give yourself a break. Love yourself at least. If you can do one thing, start small is I love myself anyway. Mm -hmm. Might not be fully yet, but I'll love myself anyway. Oh, that's good because I, I do have a, I did have an issue in my journey with, I love myself because I didn't. Right. And I knew that I didn't. And I felt like I was gaslighting myself. I felt like I was lying to myself. Yes. Good point. And it, and it's like, but I like that little tag because yes. if you are on the journey to loving yourself, you could say that I am on my way. I, I do love myself and fully is the goal, like with the goal of fully to be at the end. Uh, I love myself has a great vibration. I love myself fully might be the destination. Do you know what I mean? Cause you're yep. not saying, you're not saying I almost love myself. I love myself a little bit. You're saying I love myself and the destination or the goal is I love myself fully. It's very yep. powerful. Um, it is very powerful. And I did want what just popped into my mind to say is like, our thoughts can be really fucked up and our thoughts can, um, can do things where people end up exiting and ending their life lives. And I can resonate. Like I have been to the low of the low where I didn't want to live anymore. And I was like, I'd rather not mm-hmm. be here. And I just want to give compassion to you. Um, it doesn't have to look that way or be that way. And I don't want you to believe in your thoughts because the thoughts aren't you and who you are. And if I knew that as a teenager, that my thought wasn't true, I would have been able to accept myself because then I would have been able to see myself through a different lens. Mm. So the loop of those thoughts, what my, um, a little tidbit or a little, um, advice or tool is to stop it. So it's like, you're not pretty enough or good enough or this, or you're not going to have a great relationship or nobody would want you, whatever that is. I want you to go, where am I? Okay. Look at your hands. Where are you? Look at the microphone, look at a card. Fuck it. You need to, um, a notice that it's there. You need to Mm -hmm. stop it in its tracks. And then you have to say, that may have been true for the old me, but it is not true for the new me. Mm-hmm. I do not co-sign those thoughts. They are not true for me. And like, honestly, Elisa, like there's so many other tools and connections of like, yes. you know, forgiveness, um, accords, attachments, false beliefs, all these things that we would have to unpack, but it's just starting there. Stop it in its track and noticing it. You're not present. You're not present. Yes. You're, 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 I say to people, why are you watching a horror movie? You have the ability to turn it off. (laughs) I know. (laughs) You don't have to think it. You don't, it's, it's habitual. You learned it. It might be from your mom or dad. But you don't well, it's, have to. it's serving them. It's serving them. I I I do have that free. I do believe in that frequency because when we are thinking these thoughts, it's serving. Like we, I think my, I like to sort of analyze this a little bit differently <laughs> because if like I'm it. a victim. Mm-hmm. And I ident- and I don't know that I identify as a victim, but I live in victimhood. Then those thoughts serve me. I you that, that validates me. So there's there's like 
there's I'm getting a kickback from them. I'm affirming sure myself. Yeah. Oh, you, the reason why you don't have this amazing life is because you are a victim and this person did this to you. How could yes. they do this? Yeah. They are just, oh, you're rolling in that you story. You ruined my life. <laughs> Yeah, yes. I know. And that makes me stay in irresponsibility because they're responsible. So I don't have to fucking do anything. And so I'm just going to live my life and perpetually hate them. And, and, and that's going to keep me looping. And that serves a purpose because to break that loop feels fucking uncomfortable. It's really scary. It makes me responsible. And now I don't know what the other side holds. So now I have this like uncertainty yes. because I've never presented a day in my life where I'm mindful and I'm actually asking questions and observing the world. So now uncertainty is, is inevitable and I don't like uncertainty. So I'm going to keep looping in my certainty because I know I can handle it and I can keep blaming them and life is fine. And I'm going to coast. And then on my deathbed, I'm going to be like, what the fuck did I do? <laughs> like, amen. Yeah. And then when you look back and you're going to go, Oh my God, look at that teacher that showed up to help me to find yes. a new way. I wish that I did this. I wish I did that. I should have shown up. I should have. And you, you go through all this friggin' thing and you're like, well, now I'm dead. I'm going to have to go up to the spirit world and come back for another experience and, <laughs> and do it all over again and do it again. And but I don't want to do it happen. again. I'm like, I want to freaking, I want to, I want to not do it again. I am good. I don't need, I, I don't want to come back here. I need to figure it out while I'm here. <laughs> exactly. And then, you know, what happens as we go to the other side and other side, we're like, fuck but man yeah being with all those people was fun and like getting to curl my hair was cool and like going shopping yes. was cool and then waking up was cool like you know how yes. exciting this is for me and you to sit here and be like shit <laughs> we remember that we have something way bigger to do here than be in victim in victimhood yes the thing like if i can just help one person guess what that's doing it's raising the vibration of the planet yes right so my main goal here i zoom out i try to get the fuck out of my ego and i'm like no Kristen, you're helping this person for this reason which sends a rippling effect which is the grand scheme of things that's going to help our children and it's like the souls that are entering in they don't have to deal with the same stuff that we had to deal with because we're the ones paving the path and it's like I look at Louise Hay, if you guys aren't familiar with her, she's passed now, but like the path that she paved way back when, holy shit, like people yes. are at least open a little bit more to what we're, we have to say, yes. but like way back when people were killed for talking about this type of shit. Well, and women were burned at the stake for being able to read. <laughs> like- Hello. Well, I'm so glad I, I'm like, I was probably actually, we were, you probably, probably were there. in there. We yeah. probably were burned at the stake, to be honest. I definitely oh. was one. And you know what? That was all part of the experience to come back this time and be like, we're going to yeah. just say, keep ways. going, lift Real it, fast. lift the energy, lift Real. the vibe. Yeah. Okay. I have two questions for you. And okay, I can think, you, can we, can I go to the bathroom fast? Oh my God. Yes. Go to the bathroom. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> Okay. And we're back. We're back. Okay. So my first question is, um, did you know this? So your spiritual journey, you, 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 did you know all of these things and then have ayahuasca as a compliment to sort of validate 
or did it all come to you when you were using plant-based medicine? I asked this because the, because for me, I, I talked about intuitive awareness. I talked about the connection to the oneness and I felt it and I believed it. And then when I did three and a half grams of psilocybin with a guide and traveled through space and time, and I saw the grid and I saw all the things I was like, Oh, <laughs> Oh, that's that. Okay. Now I, I get it. I get it at a way deeper level. So like, it was so healing and releasing yeah. that I almost like it empowered me in my, yeah. I don't know. Did you have a similar or did you, how did that go opposite opposite from me? Okay. Um, the ayahuasca was something that at the time wanted to utilize as a tool for more connection with Dar who had exit. Yes. Didn't it. I didn't need to do any of that, which nobody needs to do any of this. We already are connected. And if we get quiet enough, we get all of the answers, yes. which we know. Um, but no, for me, it was like doing the really hard work, getting quiet, practicing Okay. You know, doing the course, the course with Stevie, working with Nikki, Lisa, um, yes. but even my own intuitions when I was, when I was really little, I told my mom, I was like, like, I feel really weird. And like, when I would go to sleep, I'd get this really big tunnel vision. And then I would ask her like, well, where do we go when we die? Like things weren't making sense. And I was questioning a lot. And then it was like, like I said, the Louise Hay book when I was very young, it, I just knew I was like, of course we choose our parents. This makes so much sense. Like my mom, my dad, my brother, my son's dad, you know how much they love me. They love me soul level before they came here. So unconditional. They're like, we're going to play this part for you so that you can wake up. And like, I'm even emotional about it now. It's like, and Dar and him exiting, like he taught me so much to do with the spiritual realm mm -hmm. and through our connection so that I could feel safe to share these messages with the world and with others and not judge myself or think, oh, I'm weird. I I'm so confident in this share and what I'm sharing with you and, and, and everybody else. It's this deep knowing it's not even a question. And so I throw this shit around. Like I've just read an encyclopedia on all these things. Yeah. Yeah. I have, I have no doubt when people say to me about like, um, coincidence or skepticism, I'm like, there's no ounce of my, in my body. And as I share the magic that's happened, always for me um the proof just keeps revealing itself like people that come on my show only come th have come through like specifically from dar um a woman that actually drew you know i'm not sure if you're familiar with autumn sky she's an incredible artist no. and okay. she worked with alana fairchild and okay. um long story short she drew the only drawing she ever did is of an owl and a woman and it's defend to the end the worthwhile. And that is the tarot card that he chose in like before 2010 and got it tattooed on his chest and owls were a special symbol for me. And I'm rekindled with him in 2020 and he had an owl on his chest and that was an actual tattoo on him. 
after he passes, I go to the new human event. I win this massive um, gift basket in the gift basket is the deck from autumn sky who yeah. drew his tattoo uh outline sorry not outline but of his tattoo yeah i reached out to her shared the story with her she came on the podcast <laughs> that actual drawing that she drew she gave to her friend who just passed in february and it's like the connection is beyond and it's like he is completely guiding and it's like Another cool thing, I met Mark Groves at the Kid Carson event in Vancouver and shared that story. Dar was the one who introduced me even into Mark Groves' Create the Love card deck. He bought those cards and that's what we used to do to connect. And then I right. get to meet him. Like all these synchronicities, if you allow your soul to be led with love, you there will be nothing short of magic. Your life will just transform. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Okay. I, I kind of, I, I don't even know what the hell you asked. No, me. I see that. No, I see that. No, I was talking, uh, uh, um, um, I, I kind of see what you said about, um, that as like a frequency, I feel it as like a frequency, like a vibration and everything sort of vibrates. And when the vibrations sort of swirl together, they'll show you the connections. They'll you're that's like what manifesting people think like, I'm going to win the lottery. I've won the lottery. I am the lottery. They're like saying all these thoughts and yes, great. But like <laughs> the, the, the frequency of your actual thoughts of your worth and your money and what you say about that, that is what manifesting is. It's a vibration. It's a frequency. So if you're saying, I love myself, when you know you don't, then yeah. you're, 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 you're not walking the talk. You are, you're putting out a vibration that's not the same. So in the symbolism, I think symbolism is really interesting. I, I'm not, I don't connect to symbols as though I, and I respect it so much and I appreciate, I don't really see the symbols The the, the crow and the four, four, four for me has been huge, massive symbols that I've like opened my eyes yeah. to see and, and see what that's, that means. Um, I, I, I find often like, and maybe other people listening to don't resonate with symbols as though there are, there are the way and maybe, maybe not, but I, I think the frequency. So when you walk into a room and you feel the energy, or when you mm -hmm. look into someone's eyes, you can see the eyes light up when they see you, you, you like the, the energy and the vibration, not that I'm an energy reader and I would never claim to be, I don't assume to know what vibration you're vibrating at it's more of just like a knowing yeah. it's like a this like is yeah, this is a yes this is not a yes yes <laughs> or this is a very big no and yeah. it's like the vibrations don't speak in words they speak in i guess they speak in yes no or neutral that's for me how i interpret it the moment yeah. the story starts is the moment i'm out of vibration and i'm into ego it's okay. the moment that i'm I make, I'm starting to, my thinking mind is speaking. It's not heart led. Does yeah. that make sense? I don't it know. does. And, and we all have different clairs and like yeah. some people are more where they need to see it in a tangible thing that they can look at. But for you, because yours is definitely more of that sentience, like you're sensing. 
So that makes a lot of sense. You need to sense um, that energy with that exchange or like when you met me, you're going to trust what's going on inside of you opposed to like, for example, I'll yeah. do that. But then on top of it all the time, like if I get a nine one one, that's a heads up of like, stop, take a minute, just think mm -hmm. about what your thoughts are. And it's always steered me in the best direction. Mm -hmm. It stopped me and my dad from going paddle boarding when he had a hernia, which I know it would have ruptured. And I was like, we can't go. So yeah. that's why I give my spirit team um, an opportunity to communicate a little bit more for heads ups with things like that. And I'll have like very specific numbers for those reasons. It's interesting. Even at the beginning of this conversation, you're like, I saw you dancing and the vibe was good. I saw you. And I was like, you were the tree. I sensed you were the tree. Yeah. I love, and I, I love that. It's so interesting. Okay. My last question here, and I did not think we were going to go this way. I did not write this down, but I'm curious to know if you feel as though there's a spiritual war happening right now. <laughs> like good, good question. No, you know what it is? Um, truthfully, mm -hmm. it is a beautiful dance to I awaken thyself. It is a beautiful, seems like a chaos to some, yeah. but it's all for the greatest good. It is all for awakening. When you talk about, you've got this movement, this movement, this movement, this movement, my best advice, don't buy into shit. Zoom out, mm. trust in yourself, but zoom out and watch. If you can stand back and observe all around you and you can see what the governments, you can see, in my opinion, that is what is being awake, is awake to the plan and awake to duality. There's people that need to come here to be a villain, to move you. Or if you were just happy and like, oh, my life is great, you wouldn't move. If I was in a happy relationship, for 17 years, I wouldn't be at this level to have done that, the hard work. I just yes. wouldn't have. And like, why do you think all the vaccine stuff happened? And why do you think some of the people have been hurt by it? Guess what? They chose, they chose that experience to help in the grand plan. Of to wake the, up. Yeah. So a war, if you view life as a war, there's a fucking war going on inside of you. And it's mm -hmm. only where you haven't been able to accept yourself. So whatever you see out externally oh, as I a like problem mm -hmm. is actually what's going on inside. Where you can't accept another, you haven't accepted yourself. And this can be sexual stuff. This can be uh, government stuff. This can be even as little as getting pregnant. It's all to do with thyself. You are a vessel. It is time for you to open up and go within, love yourself and your entire world that I don't see war. I don't see, um, big conflicts, dramas. I, it just doesn't exist because I'm not being oblivious to it. I understand all of the shit that's going on. I see it all, mm -hmm. but I don't need to engage. I can just do whatever I have the power of. And you know what that is? to help anybody to accept themselves, to love themselves. I want to go to the root. Mm. I don't want to see 
deal with the the external that that will all mend itself okay we've gone like two hours can you believe it holy shit i know it's been two hours okay two four three two four three my sign okay what does that mean so one one four three is a massive sign since it's like my driver's license is one four three my yeah everything my phone number is one four three um but whenever I get a two, four, three, so two, four, three is for, um, Dar. And he's just like, you fucking just killing it. <laughs> just, okay. It was a can really you, good omen. We can, can we end the show? Can you pull a card for me? Yes. Cause you I was have like, your, yeah, so, uh, we'll do, let's do this maybe another time. Um, okay. cause I was even called to, before you, we did this, I was yes. like, I wanted to free write for you. And then I didn't because I was like, ah, I didn't know if it was going to go this way. Yeah. And I'm so happy that it has. <laughs> I know. Well, and, and you know what? This is a great conversation for, I, 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 I think a lot of people are still listening. <laughs> they didn't haven't checked Thank out because, because it's, 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 The hot, the the vi- the vibers of this community are looking for answers, and they're looking for more. And they understand that things don't have to make sense to the way they learned it, because what they know is only what they know. So everybody on this podcast, I know that if you've listened to this moment, that you are open. You are breaking free from the mindlessness that the fucking world is created creating and perpetuates around you a hundred percent of the time. So yeah. Beautiful. And just stay curious, stay curious. Who knows? Who knows? So so what's this deck? Because you said you're not a tarot card reader. You are. So I'm not a tarot card reader. And just in short, quickly, when people do sessions with me, it's an hour and a half. Yeah. Um, my business is called Sacred Soul. Yes. I love it. And when you come and see me, it's basically, um, I've already connected with my team. I pull a card, I get information and I free write. So I get, usually it's not about connecting with loved ones for me or like mediumship, even though that's what it is. Um, it's more about the blocks that are within you. And this could be from childhood. This could be in present. This could be a relationship. Mm-hmm. I just trust what comes up. And most people that work with me, they just tend to have a pretty big purpose and everyone has yes. a pretty big purpose, but yes. it's just, it's just what happens. Yes. It's like, let's uncover what's blocking you so you can yes. be your light and just do you. So that's basically what we do. Some talk therapy, some work. We do a bit of energy healing and a sound bath. And I do that because you've just opened up so much that's been so suppressed. Yeah. We need to receive, right? We need to receive that energy and we need to receive that frequency. So when people leave, majority of the times they're like, holy fuck, what just happened? Yeah, what the hell just happened to me? Those are the best sessions ever. Right? You know, you know, you're Mm -hmm. just, you're, the thing is, Elisa, you're doing the exact same thing. It's just through your, um, your language. And that's, what's beautiful about this. We're, We're all here as a team doing the work, doing the best. Teamwork makes the dream work. Yes. We need our foot. We're all foot soldiers down here doing our damnedest (laughs) to raise the frequency. Um, Okay. So the one I'm going to pull two for you, I feel called to do two. Okay. Um, Messages from heaven, communication cards. And then, so what I always do is I connect with my spirit team and then 
I am going to just pull a card for you, which of course they're going to connect with yours and whatever needs to come through for your highest and best good is only the uh, vibration that I operate on and anything that is not of the light is not welcome in around or near this space. Leave now. Similar to what we already did to prep this um, beautiful session. Mm -hmm. And I allow the cards to just fall out. I do not dictate that. So are you ready? I'm ready. Hey, we are going to allow your spirit team to work through these cards to communicate any and all message that needs to come through. And hey, you got three. Okay. (laughs) Clearly they've been wanting to tell you something. Well, I have three spirit guides. So there you go. Well, you do, but you, yeah. (laughs) I have three that came to me right now that we're hanging out. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. (laughs) Listen to your inner voice as we are, as we try to guide you, use your intuition. What have we been talking about the whole fucking time? Yeah. Yeah. Number 21. And there's a beautiful cheetah. And I feel like that's you. You're just like Mm. beautiful cheetah. I'll send you these after. Not to be confused with a cougar. I'm just no, kidding. no, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I said cheetah. <laughs> no, but you know what? I am one. I'm single. I don't know if you are like, <laughs> no, I'm not. Okay. No, you said that Michael, right? Yeah. Michael. Yeah. He's, and you he's know what? I, well, and you know what? I, that's right. And you know what? I love that his name is Michael because it's a very angelic name. Mm, isn't it? He's yeah. And it's like bear. He's like my bear. I've yeah. Hey. So thank you for giving me another sign because bear is another symbol for me. So thank you. See how you just fucking throwing around magic. Yeah, I know, man. Just casting spells. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Uh, Let us hug you. Close your eyes as we hold you close. Mm. Focus your mind on what you really want. We are helping. Mm. Um, I don't know. So I'm just going to. I'm feeling my way through here. It's just, you're being asked to get a little bit more into nature outside around water. If you can, even if you can't get outside to be quiet, some sort of, uh, ritual integration for your shower. You can just say, okay, I'm cleansing. Mm. You're doing energetic exchanges with people. So they're like, are, is she shutting down after, is she returning energy back to sender. If you're not, we all build you guys energetic cords. So it's like when you're done with me, when I'm done with you, when you have an exchange, it's like, okay, closing down, return their energy back to them or whatever. You can just, I wash my hands. That just means, okay, washing of their energy over time. This is building up and building up. And then it ends up bringing your energy down. So Mm. please uh, incorporate if you choose some more cleansing, some sort of um, mm-hmm. closing down, mm-hmm. and some sort of thing in the morning. And then there's a lot to do with water, ponds, lake, nature. It's really important. And then green. Mm-hmm. Um, so green is always heart, mm-hmm. but definitely um, incorporating green. There's needs to be like whether there's right. more foods, um, something that I'll give everybody that they can do a tip. Um, I would take moringa, Hawaiian spirulina and barley grass juice powder mm-hmm. every morning and put it in your drink. That's your greens. That's for my heart health, my heart chakra. How do I operate from my ha- my heart more? Mm-hmm. And that in foods um, that are green. Mm-hmm. I do want to 
pull this other card for you, but I am going to read the little notes, even though, okay. Listen to your inner voice. I know this one's a good one. Are you ready? Yep. You have a natural psychic ability that helps you to make great decisions. You can feel when something is wrong or right. Your body brings you signals deep inside. When you have to make choices, ask yourself, is this right? We will help you to connect to your own natural intuition. Mm. Like this is all you were talking about the entire time. Yes. Okay. And let us hug you, close your eyes as we hold you close. Yes. And I do feel emotional right now for you in the most loving way. Things have not been as easy as you would like. And your loved ones are aware that you need extra support and love. They bring you caring words. We love you. We will always love you. Let us hold you in our arms so you know how much we care. Feel our close presence at this time. And 15. It's like, they know. We, that's why just in your thought, you can say, hey, I need some help right now. Can you bring somebody in to help me? Like, just just say that. Try it. It's fucking great. Like, what would I do without this realm? I'm like, I'm the rainbow bridge. Let's bridge yeah. this shit. Focus your mind on what you really want. We are helping. If you feel stuck, it's probably because you don't actually know what you want to do. Write down all the possibilities or discuss the options with friends. The viable option will start to become clear. Your loved ones say, follow your heart and we will help guide you. Love it. I'm so baby. Oh, I know. And if things are happening and they're happening fast and I'm like, oh shit, they're not happening that fast, but it's like, whoa, okay. Uh, Here it is. I see it and I'm jumping in. (laughs) 100%. One hundred percent. Yeah. Um. Do I have your permission to pull for the collective? For sure. The, yeah. Um, for the peeps. Angel guide. Yeah. For everyone. Yeah. Let's do it. I always love to end on a beautiful card pull. So for the collective, let's see if you guys stuck around yes. to the end. I'm proud of you. Me this too. Is a, <laughs> this is good. I love talking with you. Really. <laughs> I love talking I with you too. You. <laughs> Fun. Like, I was like, this went in a totally different direction, but. Well, we got to get, we got to talk about the real shit that we're actually talking about when we're not on record, when we're not, when we're in group environments, when we're working on our businesses, when we're working on elevating our vibrations, like this is the shit that you do. Like, this is what you actually do and you're helping people and people are moving and they're transforming and they're shifting and they're stepping into their power and they're understanding their purpose in a different way. And they're seeing the world from a new lens. And all of these things are like, this is what we do. And this is like, and, and it's not normal and it sounds weird. So the people that are here listening to this right now are the ones who are open. And that's what I mean. Like you, it's like a book. My friend, Michelle just said this on the podcast a couple of weeks ago where you might read a book 
Yeah, you met Michelle. Well, yeah, you yeah, yeah, you high vibe Michelle. So you could read a book and learn so much from it and then put it down and a year later read it again and learn even more because you're at a different level. So whatever level you are listening to this now, maybe bookmark this episode and listen to it again in six months because you'll probably, if you're doing quote unquote the work and sitting in silence and starting to hear your own vibration and interpreting it from a heart led place, then you will hear this and be like, Oh, that's what they meant. <laughs> that's what she was talking about. Yes. hundred percent. Yeah. 100%. Um, okay. Love let's it. pull this card. Cause I got to cook dinner. The card is yes. The card is yes. That and this is the craziest. This is the craziest thing. I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, I have this feeling that some people are going to be like, I wonder if this is real or not, or like, you know, should I listen to this or not? They're going to be questioning it inside of their head. Yeah. And the answer is yes. yes. <laughs> I'm re- I'm going to read it. Yes. Read it. Cause I I'm on the summer of yes right now, which is not to say that I don't, I'm boundaryless and that I'm not listening to myself, but I, um, I actually do do human design stuff at all. Are you into human design at all? I've tapped into a little bit of it. I don't um, practice it or like offer it, but yeah. Yeah. So part of my human design is a projector and it, uh, and I'm a projector two with a two and a six, which, which to me means that one of the, it's either the two or the six. I can't remember. I'm not an expert that I see opportunity in a different way than most people. So I see opportunity everywhere. It's kind of like Sarah Swain. She's like, Money is everywhere. She sees money everywhere. And like others are like, I'm so broke. I'm poor. I can't. And they're like in the opposite of that opportunity. I see it everywhere. And so, um, it's been the summer of, yeah, I, after COVID, I was like, fuck it. I'm going to elevate the op and say yes to every opportunity that's in alignment with me. I'm just saying yes to everything. And so much shit's come into my, so I'm like manifesting opportunity. All of a sudden I'm getting calls to do this speaking engagements there, this, that great podcast, having conversations like this with you. It's like this, this frequency of yes, it's been fantastic for me right now. So that's also in alignment. (laughs) Yeah. And I've got goosebumps all over and I'm like, I'm so honored and I want you to know like how grateful I am that you asked me. Yeah. I can't, Immediately. Like, I bet you, I looked into your eyes for five minutes. I was like, we have to do podcasts together. <laughs> and I said, yes, yes, yes. Okay. So this is what my glasses are not clean, but this is what this is all about. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. The answer is yes. Proceed, go forth, achieve, enjoy. Don't hold back. The time is now rise up, fly high, light up, express yourself, experience and share. This card is a huge thumbs up. If you are making a decision, the answer is yes, go for it. This is a time for positivity, celebration, and progress. Angels are encouraging you to let in the light and enjoy. All of your hard work is paying off. Any endeavors, projects, and opportunities before you now are getting the green light. If you've been holding off for the right time, the time is now, and you are being encouraged to take the next step. You are good to go, baby. If you're feeling scared or worried, that's okay. Invite in help. Angels are there to guide you and they want to be a part of your success. So relax and experience the joy that is unfolding for you now. Ah. So whoever stayed to the end, (laughs) that's for you. (laughs) 
this is for all of us. And this is the collective. And this is for answering the call and face the fear. You guys, if I didn't face the fear of the shadow of the past or the relationship or any of it, I wouldn't be able to be here. And I'm so happy that I'm here. Like, oh, me too. Just fucking on the other side of fear is freedom. Please remember that. Write that down and put it on your fridge. On the other side of fear is freedom. Fear is false evidence appearing real. Oh, and I'm going to put all of the links to all the things that you do, including your website in the show notes. So everyone go have fun deep diving through all of Kristen's stuff. Thank you so much for being here today. That was magical until next time. Oh my God. I I can't wait. I'm like, we didn't even get to talk about anything, but we talked about everything. (laughs) Thank you so much. You're just a light. You're fucking, you're badass. And I just love what you're doing. No fear. You are fearless with massive heart balls, massive heart balls. (laughs) Okay. Until next time. (laughs) Okay. Okay, I'm over here giving you a big virtual hug because you just finished another episode of the Elisa Unfiltered Podcast. If you haven't done so yet, I'd love for you to share the love and head over to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify and give the show a five-star rating. I'll give you bonus points for leaving a written review. And if you're looking for more, head over to elisaunfilteredcoaching.com for show notes and all the links to all things Elisa Unfiltered. Have the best day, everyone. Until next time. <laughs>